They may be called the next generation, but they're the church of today. Reach, disciple, and mobilize students to share the hope of the gospel. This is Next Gen On Mission with Shane Pruitt and Paul Wooster. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Next Gen On Mission podcast. As always, this is Shane Pruitt, National Next Gen Director for the North American Mission Board. And with me is always my brother, my good friend, my ride or die, Paul Wooster, our National Collegiate Director. What's up, Paul? Living the dream, bro. We're still living the dream. I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, I don't know if you're supposed to have this much fun in ministry, but I'm having a blast. You know? <laughs> don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, Paul, I'm so excited about our guest today, man. Uh, like, without a doubt, man, he's got much cooler hair than you and I do. Uh, you know, and he is, man, he's, and I love it. I love when we have Gen Z on the show because, you know, like our target is really Gen Z and leaders who are influencing Generation Z. So I always love to hear from Generation Z themselves. And so today our guest is none other than our friend Colin Labrose. And, you know, what's amazing uh, about Colin is that, man, he's humble, he's young, he's Gen Z. Um, and man, he's got more social media followers than like most countries have like population, you know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> like, and so, and so, yeah, today we're going to talk about influencing generation Z, uh, with social media. So Colin, welcome to the podcast, my friend. And of course we hey. always like, you know, like, you know, our, my Texan twang always messes up. <laughs> Your last name. So, man, just fix it for me because I know I butchered it. I know I butchered it, Colin. You're you're almost there. Colin LeBras. All good, man. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Excited to be here and uh, have a good talk with you guys. You guys are great. Absolutely, man. Well, Colin, before we get too spiritual, man, tell us one fun fact about Colin that we may not already know that we need to know. I am uh, highly addicted to movie theater buttery popcorn Mm. and – Chinese, or I don't know if they're actually fully Chinese, but cream cheese wontons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, I love it. Hey, so yeah. when you get butter popcorn, do you order it like I want the butter popcorn with extra butter? Extra, always oh, mandatory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally yeah man. We so- have theaters here that where you can get butter popcorn, and then you go and there's a butter station where you can just pour it on yourself. And my daughter's yeah. like drench it. Yeah, you know about that. Your hands are just covered in the butter halfway through the movie, you know? It is. Arteries getting clogged right up. Just kidding. No, on the real though, I've really cleaned out my diet. Um, that that might be a new thing um to be talking about, but I'm sure I can get into all that. But like how much it's been helping my mental health and just physical health, like eating cleaner, you know. But like I said, it's an addiction, so I'll randomly go hit a movie and get some popcorn. But overall, it's like 90%, 10% 90%, 10% for like clean versus just like treating myself. So there you go. Well, dude, I'm, I'm right there with you on those, on the yeah. obsession with the popcorn. I'll talk my kids even to go into going to the movies just so I can get just a butter thing of popcorn. <laughs> I'm like, hey, let's go to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome, man. All right, man, yeah. let's jump into those uh, more serious questions. The first one we ask all our guests is what do we need to know about Generation Z? That's a big old question. But uh, from what I know and what God's placed in my heart, my life and my friends, my little brother's uh, 17. um, And it's just like I have I've always just had this heartbeat on, you know, whatever they say. I'm on the pulse of the generation in the sense of like knowing 
yeah, what needs are, what, what generations he doesn't need, what the world doesn't need. That's really, it is like, I go to God, he, uh, puts in me what I need. He deposits in me what's, you know, for this world for such a time as this. But, um, there's so much that, uh, I think the whole world is just shifting towards that is like, I think there's about to be this washing away of what isn't genuine and just, Mm. um, I think there's a lot of fake and just doing stuff to do it or because other people do it um hold on what was the full-out question again what does gen yeah, z need basically yeah well basically we we let people take it where they want but what do we need to know about generation z kind of as we're seeking to reach them and influence yeah. them gotcha yeah gen z is fully i guess the word is fiery and passionate and uh they could care less about the the flash the religious jargon they, they just want what's real, what's tangible. Jesus is tangible. Um, mm-hmm. They want, yeah, just cut right to the point. That's what I do with my stuff. It's like, I'm not intentionally trying to create content. I'm not trying to do this stuff. It's like, yo, what's, what's truly going on on the inside is going to come out. And um, that's what I think people are, are desperate for. And I think what they need more of is now the church stepping up in places of actual mental health talk actual places of practical things that they can because now it's like hey what did i learn in high school i didn't learn how to do taxes i didn't learn how to do you know what i mean so a lot of practical things Mm -hmm. is what i think gen z needs um spiritual and practical and in a simple way that's my mandate is just getting simple foundational uh to not just actually shane i remember you posting like a week or two ago or something like don't dumb down but bring them up i love that that right there that's it, man. Don't uh, try to dumb down the gospel. The gospel is everything it needs to be. Um, and we can all rise up to it and stand, you know what I mean? Powerful, empowered, equipped, all of it. I love that, Colin. And Colin, man, I love uh, following you, man, on social media. You're, you've are you become one of my favorite follows of late because all of your videos, man, and all of your videos get a ton of views. And every single one of them, you just point to Jesus. And you always start with the word, man. So I see your passion about Jesus, your passion about the Bible, and your passion about making Jesus known. So hey, tell us a little bit of your story, just real briefly of how you came to know Jesus and where that passion comes from. Yeah, dude, it's kind of ironic, because I'm literally right now sitting in front because I'm back in my hometown for a little bit. And I came to park so we could do this very ironic i'm looking at the very place i went to preschool which was my christian uh preschool and it's called rosa sharon church and i just noticed they called the little youngins rosebuds i thought that was great like literally (laughs) there's just i just think it's cool because god's doing a lot in my heart right now of bringing me back to that first love all these different things have been put on me i'll get to more story but uh, all these things as stuff grows is these different strains of christianity want me to be some in their box or out of out of a box and i'm just like coming back to like jesus who is beautiful and amazing and bigger than we've ever imagined and that's the one i fell in love with and that's the one that's gonna bring fire back to my bones um could cry just talking about um what he's been up to in the last even year of completely undoing and breaking me um from what i thought was even in mind or is cool or whatever like um but yeah from a young age always had a faith my mom did a really good job of just bringing me up in the faith um even though i've never been perfect let's not get it twisted 
um, God is still saving me and he's, he's still calling me to be needy of him um, and dependent on him as just as a baby to their father, right? Like that dependent on him and understanding, having grace for myself in failures and places that I'm still working on and growing in. But yeah, from a young age, just have always had this connection with Jesus. But then once my parents divorced in third grade, uh, ended up getting shown porn in third grade, um, got bullied in sixth grade, was a wrestler my whole life. Um, one of my very first dreams was like UFC because my dad's the high school coach out here the last 35 years. Dude, I grew up watching wrestle for him, ended up fighting in the UFC against Holloway type stuff. And um, he ended up coaching with my dad when I was in high school, ended up having full ride type stuff. We can get there, all that. And uh, I think God's doing a lot of full circle things right now in my life. That is almost like, I don't know, only God type things that I can't put it into words of how intentional God is to like the things that maybe even I've forgotten about God being faithful to say, Hey, I've, I've started that. I'm going to complete it. But um, yeah, ran from God in high school, everything of the world just started coming in. And I see now having grace for myself is um, how much I was just numbing and masking pain through alcohol, drugs, fooling around all the stuff in high school of even willingly knowing that's, that's the thing about what God has shown me and, and the set the foundation of my life is when I was in the pig slot as a prodigal, he's there throwing a party saying, you want to come home? That's the God who saved my life. The one who's partying, the one who's celebrating, the one who's no, no matter how far off, no matter what's gone wrong, he's right there saying, I love you. Like that is bonkers, but I've had a very tough life. And uh, I think now the shift is coming. Even what you guys will probably be seeing in my social is not just because I am very, you know, an encourager and just like been vibrant, but like life hit in a way that I have no time to do anything else other than truly just give out of the brokenness. That's what God said. He's, he's like, you're not going to uh, speak out of the flash anymore. All the one-liners, which yeah, like one-liners are good. All this stuff is truth is amazing and beautiful and sets us free but from the place of brokenness the true anointing is from the crushing and I've learned what that means in a way that I've never experienced before to where I've understood that man this life is is not to be held on to um and we aren't made for this world like we're made for resurrection and we're made to be with him and you know we're made for eternity and that's what Jesus restored from the garden I'm all over the place, but uh, there's a lot of my heart when it comes to seeing the scope um, with depression, anxiety stuff. It really puts you right here where you only see barely what's in front of you. Uh, but Jesus wants to show us that there's way more to life than what we see. Right. That's the point is this uh, deeper faith of trusting when we don't see trusting when we don't feel. Um yeah, getting a little preachy, but my story, it's, it would take hours. I, I really do think I need to do uh, a little documentary series on just my life and unpacking things. And I'm in a place now of a healing season um, coming out of getting to the root of trauma, uh, grief, guilt, shame, um, places where trust, hope, and love have been broken. Um, what covenant is, what love really is. Um, but yeah, dude, I was, I'm a runner from God. I'm a fighter. I'm a wrestler. Uh, and I see how God is showing me that he's the champion of my life. I was the guy in wrestling. Like that was my thing. And I ended up going to college for it. 
ended up dropping out when he changed and saved my life. Ended up reading The Prodigal God by Tim Keller. That halfway through that book wrecked me. Yeah. And uh, that's when my, I said, all right, God, I'm, I'm all in. Because I would have said I was a believer my whole life. I was the, oh, I'm forgiven. I can do what I want. Even in high school, probably, you know, probably even telling people about God in high school at parties type stuff. You know what mm. I mean? Um, and God can use all things, but there's a level of sold out surrender that it's not like, that's what I'm coming back to now is this, like, it's not duty, it's delight. And that's actually only place he wants me to live from is that's this right. I'm in him. He's in me. Let's run and let's go. Um, but I do have a tendency to like, not fully grasp what he's actually doing in my life. And I think, think any human really deals with that, but, uh, yeah, even now, because I'm in, in this struggle of, okay, he he redid everything this last year. So now I'm like, what is social media that, what is it now? Because you're doing a new thing and I can't do a new thing in an old lens or an old way. And so he's shifting a lot. And now it's just going to be this, all right, the things that he's placed in me that truly make, that he wired me for to give him glory and not lie dormant, um, being effective in a few things, not spreading myself thin. Um, yeah, that's a little scope, but there's so much in my yeah. story, man, that he's just been faithful and right there, even when I was running from him, spitting in his face with my sin, him just continuing to come after me. And that's the God I know is the one who has never somehow never given up on me. And, uh, he blows my mind, but yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Great. Hey, well, Colin, thanks for sharing, man. And Hey, we kind of mentioned this earlier jokingly, but it's true, man. Like God's given you a massive platform on social media. I mean, at the time of this recording and, uh, you have, you know, well over 600,000 followers on TikTok and Instagram, um, man, tell us briefly, just kind of like how that kind of started for you and, and using your social media platform to point people to Jesus. And, and one area I know you've even shared about how many people will reach out through to you through DMS that are unbelievers or far yeah. from God and coming home yeah. and all that. So just share briefly about using your social media for really evangelism ministry, um, and to point people to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think, uh, it's so crazy how God will do what you're not like. He wants us to hold loosely to everything other than him. Right. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I think I'm in a place now of even I'll get right to that but I'm probably going to make a social media course, maybe even give it for free type stuff great, great. Uh, calling yeah. screw strategy. Let God grow it. Like for whatever, <laughs> for whatever, the, I'm telling it. you for whatever the mission is, if it's his, then he will carry you through it and give you exactly yeah. what you need to do it. If he calls you to it, right. It's like you obey, he'll, he'll do the results. You scatter the seed. He'll make the forest. Right. But when it comes to me, dude, I've just always from a young age have seen the beauty of God and know what he can do to our each individual heart, uh, how he's affected my family, how, you know, how I've seen him work in people's lives that I look up to my all time inspiration, Jeff Bethke, um, why I hate religion, beloved Jesus, that dude, everything you see me walking in that dude, uh, inspired and sparked, um, even in eighth grade, actually. Uh, but yeah, so I've, probably actually since seeing that video, seeing the possibility of, oh my goodness, um, impact through the internet, right? Of how mm -hmm. much that dude has actually discipled me through the internet for a decade. And we haven't even met, he's been the big <laughs> bro. And 
he's been the big bro I never had. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, praise God, he connected us and we'll get to meet soon. And that's going to be one of the coolest moments of just like, man, you messed me up for Jesus, bro. Like for the last however many years that even in my running, I knew there was a true North kind of guy. Um, like, dang, he's, he's walking in it, faith, family, you know, focus, all this stuff. And, uh, I think there's always just been a seed since watching that video of like, I think God's going to do something like that in my life one day, never really fully knew. And, uh, but yeah, it's like when God calls something, I was driving, I was uh, working in high bakery here, uh, in cottage Grove. And, uh, I remember God showing me what he was doing to me in that time when I was needing, you know, putting in ingredients, taking stuff out of the dough and then putting it in the fire. And then it's presentable, right? Like he was, refining me he was needing me he was uh you know doing all that to me and then i uh, ended up driving lift and my grandma she called it church on wheels right and um <laughs> i'm telling you there's thousands of people thousands of rides people it started really becoming real ministry wise and even now it's like people are like oh you're doing ministry i'm like hey ministry is just loving people like yeah every day every light you know it's it's our life that gets to be a lifestyle but um people are getting out of the car asking for prayer hugging me crying and i'm like dang like god has really put you know this in me yeah. and i'm just giving away what i've learned and what who i've seen him be to to me in my life and uh even now i'm in a season of like when you can't fully understand what he's doing it's like start asking god who do you want to be to me in this situation mm. like who are you trying to show yourself to be in this in this pain right oh i'm not seeing healing oh he must be healer right all that but um i've just been given away and actually my motive bro is speaking to the high school colin who was running from i look yeah. in the camera every time and see that calling and uh yeah <laughs> you know um it's it's just uh like very uh real to me um seeing sorry <laughs> mm. seeing uh yeah the power of jesus and how he can change and walk with and be in the trenches and uh show that it's not always uh sunshine and smooth sails and glassy seas but uh that he can be the strength within every storm and fire <laughs> so i just uh when it comes to social media man it's i don't even want it to be honest even at this point i'm at in my mental health like i know he's he has bestowed it. So it's this thing of now stewarding. Cause if it's up to me, I'm, I'm just, I'm getting off and I'm just trying to do what I can to full up, be healthy and, and do the things I love. But I know he's called me to that. Um, but I was driving Lyft. Right. And, uh, then my friend Atika, she was one of the first Christian TikTokers. We knew each other outside of social media stuff, but she was in January, 2019. She's like, you need to get on tiktok da, da, da. i'm like nah i'm doing some other stuff you know and uh but i remember it was 9 11 2019 that god gave gave the green light in my heart of mm -hmm. it's time to start posting on tiktok it wasn't all other people are doing it. it was like no a mandate like i said to get foundational and simple to bring yeah. the gospel and the yeah. truth of god to to people to whoever it is gen z who, the whole world needs him and uh the the way he's impacted my life jesus through people, <laughs> through Jeff Becky, through the internet, right? It's like, now it's just this handing of the baton. And now I've even seen even homies who got millions of followers hitting me up. One dude um, saw me at this thing. He came up 
he's like six four. I'm only like five nine, you know. <laughs> uh, big dude hugging me, crying, saying, "Colin, dude, you're the reason I do what I do." He's got like mm. you know millions of followers, and I we start crying there. He goes, "Colin, you got me out of my porn addiction. You got me through my breakup. You got me through all the things that I, I've walked through." And it's not mm-hmm. even that's the thing. I'm not trying to put something on. I'm not trying to. I'm just like, yo, he, yeah. heart cry. <laughs> Um, through the pain and what God can redeem and do um, and show that nothing is impossible to them who believe in that what Jesus walked and we can walk in. And um, when we get out of the way, when, uh, yeah, I'm just seeing how much man pride and ego kills what God wants to do, kills our lives. Um, Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, God, God humbled me, but social media, it can be a a tool or a weapon um, depending on whose hands it, it's in and we put it right back at the throne. I was just talking with my cousin right before this. He said, uh, isn't it funny how God, God doesn't need us yet. He uses us in the sense of like, dang, he was telling me about his kid. They were trying to wash the car and he, he let his kid like do the wheels. And even that, even that was like, dang, God doesn't put stuff in our grasp that we can even do on our own. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but mm. he's just so big. And I think he just laughs at a lot of the things we do, thinking we're dope or thinking things are, oh yeah, we did this. Like, nah, man, he's just, uh, he's a big God and, and we get to partner with him. Mm. So Love that, man. Yeah, and I, I see that, that authenticity and really it makes me really excited about what God is doing in your life and, um, cause I've, I've been through similar circumstances where God just kind of wrecks you until, and gets you more usable. Not that he wasn't using me before, but I've definitely been through seasons yeah. like what you're, you're describing where it's like, everything is fresh and new. And, uh, so we're praying God continues to do that in all of our lives and our listeners yeah. that they just are ready. And, and when that, when God does that, like open yourself up to share your story. And I love that you're yeah. doing that. Um, how have you seen God use kind of your vulnerability, this authenticity in your ministry? I mean, you kind of already shared a little bit of that, but how important yeah. is it to be vulnerable and authentic in your communication? It's it's everything. I just listened to uh, one of my favorite pastors the other day, and he said, God only deals in truth, um, and he can't work with plastic. He can't work with performance, pride, all that stuff. Um the authenticity and vulnerability, it's like, it's not something I'm trying to do. It's just like, yo, this is me. Like, mm-hmm. um, and who I am before the throne of God, right. That congruency, that's what people have told me. If it's one thing is man, I, it's a, you have your times and struggles and stuff, but they say a consistency. And I know it's because Christ is that solid center that he's the truth, um, that I'm not only changed by, but get to be my full self around which frees me from what people think, which actually makes me enabled to impact them instead of needing something from them. I'm just giving what's in my heart. And uh, I'd say it is, it really is everything. And you look at Jesus and how he operated and um, how he wept, how, um, you know, his heart was in anguish on the cross, all the things like that people don't realize of like, even just that's it. Like the, the struggle and the, tribulations and the trials that we all go through um i just want people to understand that like yo even if you're a christian yes we're blessed and seated in heavenly places like 
my goal is to let you know that in that hardest place when you you don't even know why you got breath in your lungs anymore like that you would just see why why he made you and what mm. like the why behind your life is yeah. is him is to wake up and enjoy him and be with him and then shine him from that enjoyment and uh yeah man i just uh there's been so many shifts it's crazy and what what's meant to be shaken will be shaken but uh yeah when it comes back to vulnerability i think you being your full honest self before the lord has to be the only thing that's driving it's the inner inner life the secret place right right um are we are you really on your knees before god um not even just doing the nice good prayers but like like shouting at god crying like lord i have no idea what's coming next don't even know what's going on in my body don't how is this happening like he's not afraid of those places and as i learned that he's not afraid then why would i be afraid of what people are gonna think about me being real and raw Mm -hmm. um because yeah end of the day um anything that's fluff just it doesn't matter like um yeah that's good that's yeah, good man. i love it call hey well uh call it, man i love man just your honesty man your vulnerability just how raw you are and i think that's something a reminder for all the leaders that are listening whether it's pastors collegiate leaders youth pastors is hey you're hearing it from gen z themselves right here with Colin is that hey they can handle it um, you know, like, uh, he mentioned a while ago, Hey, we don't need to dumb it down, disciple them up. They can handle it for us to be authentic, raw. And at the end of the day, people aren't looking for cool leaders to follow anyway. They're just looking for real and authentic ones. And, and con, I love it, man, how you use your social media. And I think that's a lesson for all of our listeners is, Hey, if you're on social media, use it to point to Jesus. So we can use our social media as uh, a tool to point to Jesus, or we can use it as a weapon to make people run from Jesus. And we don't want to do that. So, man, I love that heart, Colin. Colin, we always close, man, our conversations with this same on mission charge. The heart behind this podcast is to see the next generation realize they're the now church, that Gen Z aren't the future of the church, but they're their church right now. They have a mission on their life now. They have a calling of God on their life now. Would you give us one closing thought on this and one kind of practical next step in in that mindset? Yeah. Um, Dude, there's just so many things. I feel like we could go for hours. But um, biggest thing that I I really want to touch on real quick is like overarch with social media everything that like i really want people to understand is like don't try to sell your fruit let people pick it and Mm. the only mission the only mission is to wake up and know jesus and then love people from that place and the that's what i think i'm learning now is i'm i don't have to be this dude on a stage which i know god's got um speaking stuff coming and stuff which I thrive actually more in a creative outlet i'm a poetic thinker i'm an artist at heart um, don't let people, don't let anyone other than God define who you are, but don't let that even one liner be a, a, something to let you sit in comfortability or staying stuck in something like really go to your creator who has created you to create. And, uh, yeah. So you could have beautiful fruit falling off your tree, uh, without, right. Like a cherry tree isn't trying to shout that he's a cherry tree to get people to notice right he's just plopping out the cherries because that's just what he does when we're when we're in christ we're just what's in us is going to come out and it's life is to be in him and him in us 
and we get to reflect heaven to earth. We get to reflect praise and glory back up to him. And that's what I'm getting back to is your gifting, your wiring. I, you know, the, the Christian spiel of, oh, use your gift and use your, um, you know, all of that. You know what you're gifted for. You know what you're strong in. Write down your strengths, what you're weak in. My cousin just told this to me. Uh, it's that alignment and access and what we give our, our literal energy to. Um, mm -hmm. because we don't want to be doing anything like be praying for closed doors. That's what he was telling me about wow. his marriage type stuff. Be praying for closed doors. So you can just go all in on what you know is for you. Um, even this right here is a tangible thing of I've learned how anxiety, uh, is actually more of a radar and alert system. And even being with him today, doing this, usually I feel yeah. kind of lately when I'm doing stuff like this, this kind of overwhelming anxiety types of oh da, 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 but like the lord is freeing me as yeah. i'm aligned with what yeah. he he truly has for me and it's not even the podcast it's not the stage it's hey don't chase the mic let the mic chase you if that's what god even wants like just get to god and everything you need is going to get to you i promise i love that. that's great that's so good Thank you, Colin, man. I'm, I'm so encouraged. I know we could talk all day and yeah. it's just, man, this is great. And we look forward to continuing to partner with you. What are some ways that our listeners can uh, connect with you on social media and all that? Yeah, man. Uh, most active place I've been lately is Instagram. You know, if you're struggling, if you're truly going through hard, hard places that, you know, you're not even able to talk about. Uh, first of all, yeah, get some therapy, which I've been doing, which has helped. But like, I'm a friend to all and uh, I'm, my, my DMs are wide open to just pray, talk through stuff as, as best I'm able to, um, Instagram for sure. But uh, we'll be revamping a little bit on the social side of things, but it's going to be a little more vlog style, a little more. Um, but hey, Jesus is, is the main thing, the only thing that matters. So um, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> awesome, Colin. Hey, and give that, give that handle. Give that uh, uh, yeah. TikTok just, and Instagram handle. Yeah. Just uh, Colin Labras. Um, also got some music stuff coming soon that I'm excited about. That is is going to be cool. Just storytelling, the real places. I think music is a great place where you can actually have those those thoughts brought out and people can really connect with. Uh, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, awesome. Colin Labras. Uh, Colin with two L's and then Labras. It's spelled like lacrosse but with the B. Lebrasse. there it is that's right Lebras. <laughs> yeah. Lebras. Yeah. got it yeah yes, hey well hey colin thank you so much for your time man so rich Absolutely. so practical and encouragement always enjoy your honesty your transparency your authenticity and friends thank you again for listening to the next general mission podcast being a part of this conversation uh paul and i always count it a privilege to spend this time with you. We know time is the most valuable thing you can give somebody. So thank you for giving some of your time to us to be a part of these great conversations. Listen, if you have any questions on reaching the next generation, please email us at evangelism at nam.net. We'll try to address those on a future podcast. Hey, if you're enjoying these conversations, hey, don't forget to, hey, share this, tell others, uh, put it on social media. Also, if you want to start seeing the video versions of these conversations, you can check those out at the Gen Send YouTube channel, and we post all those on there as well. Listen, friends, we hope you have a great rest of your day and tell somebody about Jesus. <laughs>